This is Issues 2021. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Chris Hyman, Development Director, Senior Services of Wichita. Welcome to Issues 2021 again, Chris. It's been hey, a, thanks, Steve. It's been a while since we talked. Yes. How long have you been with Senior Services now? I am actually on my 15th year with Senior Services. Oh, really? Well, what did, yeah. you, what did you do before that? You were still in grade school before that, right? <laughs> exactly. You know, I started right out of college. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's a wonderful organization, and it's my retirement plan, so I'm here for a few more years anyway. Now, let's get a little background here. How long has uh, Senior Services operated in Wichita? Uh, Senior Services has been around since 1968, so uh, actually (laughs) it's one month younger than I am, Uh, so we will have our 53rd anniversary in November. And is it just Wichita, just just for Wichita? Uh, Most programs are for people in in Wichita city limits. Well, actually our, our largest program meals on wheels is specific to Wichita city limits. Right. Our senior employment program our four senior centers, uh, and our roving pantry do, uh, work with people that are from outside the city limits. Chris, do you have a, a mission statement at meals on wheels? Uh, we do actually the agency's mission statement is that senior services is dedicated to offering programs that allow older adults the opportunity to live quality lives while continuing to make a difference to the community. Okay, that sounds good. How many employees do you have, Chris? There are 38 of us, and half of us are part-time. We actually serve, on a normal year that's not a pandemic, uh, we can serve upwards of 9,000 seniors from the seven programs that we operate. How many volunteers? Well, uh, prior to pandemic um, and the current situation we have right now with Meals on Wheels, we average about 200 dedicated Meals on Wheels volunteers, dedicated or or routine and regular, Uh, 400 through the year. Sometimes we have volunteers that come in once or twice a year or for special projects or during inclement weather. Um, our senior centers also utilize volunteers, and that's probably about 300. And our employment program can have three or four volunteers helping in their office as well. So grand total, five to 600 um, oh. regular volunteers that help support our programs every year. Now, how is Senior Services funded, Chris? Senior Services is a private, not-for-profit charity. Uh, A lot of people think of us as a government agency, but we're not. We do have government contracts to provide services to seniors that um, do come through the Department on Aging, but about 30% of our budget is made up by private fundraising. You're probably best known, I would say you are best known for Meals on Wheels. Uh, how How does that program work? Describe the way it functions. Meals on Wheels delivers a hot, nutritious noontime meal um, Monday through Friday to 950 homebound, isolated seniors. In order to qualify for for Meals on Wheels, you do need to be age 60 and older, and you have to be homebound. So just because you're 
75 or 80 years old doesn't necessarily mean you would qualify for Meals on Wheels. The the criteria is based on um, accessibility to, like, driving a car. Um, we technically are clientele should not be driving at this point or able to get out of their homes and grocery shop or have um, a service that comes into the home and can provide that for them. Um, While we don't base the program on income, um, typically our meals clientele are the lowest income level, uh, the most isolated, the most um, at risk of state-funded nursing home placements. How many people did you say you serve each day, Chris, for Meals on Wheels? For Meals on Wheels, we serve 950 seniors. Wow. Wow. Every day. Mm. Every day. About 75, I believe now it's 75 to 80 um, routes per day. And those routes are made up, they're all over the city. And they're made up of anywhere from as low as 10 to as high as 18 people on one route. So it takes the volunteer... Um, as little as an hour or less, up to an hour and a half, depending on the size of their their route to deliver. So, so what's on the menu? What kind? Of, you say good meals, but specifically, uh, what kind of food are you serving, Chris? Oh gosh, they're hot meals typically, and as we get into cold weather months, um, we're we're seeing more of the like the soups, the um, um, casseroles, the kind of comfort foods that you think of. During the summer, we kind of do a blend of maybe cold sandwiches, salads. Um, we're still serving a generation that likes their meat and threes, so their meat and potato people. Um, I know a couple weeks ago, they were really raving about the, I think it was a chicken enchilada casserole that they made, um, or tacos, one of the two, or maybe both, I remember hearing. Um, how much they enjoyed that. We, at this point, don't do diet-specific uh, meals. We don't do um, what they call a mechanical meal, which is soft process for people that have, like, strokes or difficulty swallowing. We're not doing that yet. We hope maybe in the future that will be something we can add. But we do follow dietary guidelines set by uh, Department on Agriculture. Um, we are reviewed just like a restaurant would be. Um, we maintain an A rating in our kitchen. You know, all of the food is prepared on site. We don't contract with anyone to uh, prepare that for us. So we employ um, a food service director, and I believe she has five staff members um, that come in faithfully at 4.30 to 5 o'clock each morning to cook 950 meals. Where are you physically located? We are located in the Delano District at 200 South Walnut. And uh, did you get a new building? Of, of, were you building a new building at some time? Actually, um, in the years of 2016 through 2018, uh, we did host a capital campaign. We did um, raise money to build a brand new Meals on Wheels kitchen. Um, we are located in the old St. George Orthodox oh, yeah. Church. Yeah. And we've been in this location since 1991. Uh, we had a startup, a very generous startup gift given to us to uh, begin a renovation. Uh, we took down the old church because it just wasn't, <clears throat> it would have cost us more to try to get it up to code and to, to um, 
remodel than it was to take it down. So we built a brand new uh, Meals on Wheels kitchen, a social service area for the social service staff, and then a few new classrooms for our downtown senior center. Then the other side of the building, which was the old rec center when the church was here, that was completely renovated and remodeled. Every now and then something happens and you can't deliver meals on wheels. Uh, What do your clients do in that case? We provide our clients with each month, especially um, right now with the potential of inclement weather, uh, we provide them a what we call an emergency meal, which is typically a, a self excuse me shelf stable. I can't say that shelf stable meal. Um, it could be made up of of crackers, you know, protein crackers, uh, soups. Um, at one point, we could get those little dinty more um, shelf stable meals. Something they could keep on hand in the event we have to cancel. Um, meals. It's very, very rare that that will happen. Even two weeks ago when the um, water, we had the water problem, um, we were able to pack up enough shelf stables and get those meals out that day. So we didn't have to cancel. Of course, the idea is is to bring meals to people who are shut-ins, but you are also sometimes, uh, if not quite often, your people are the only folks that these clients are going to see, the only contact they will mm-hmm. have with another human, right? Absolutely. Um, I think that's probably just as important as receiving that meal is that face-to-face interaction. Um, while there are other ways people can get meals um, delivered to their homes, uh, no one offers that face-to-face contact, that safety check um, to make sure that person's okay. Uh, and that's what that's why that volunteer is so crucial. That's why they're the lifeblood of the program. Mm. You're listening to Issues 2021 on the Odyssey radio stations, and our guest is Chris Hyman, Development Director, Senior Services of Wichita. Chris, how has the uh, coronavirus pandemic impacted wheels, Meals on Wheels? You know, in the early um, stages of the pandemic, we were incredibly blessed with people that just, sort of came out of the woodwork, said, hey, I want to help, I want to do something. Um, And we actually had an abundance of volunteers um, that were assisting with with, uh, everything from from packing meals uh, in the um, volunteer area to um, taking them out on routes. And we were actually at a point for a very small amount of time where we were turning some people away or saying, you know, we will call you when you're needed. Uh, that kind of changed this summer in, in around June. There's been a number of reasons for that, that we are very short on volunteers. Um, biggest reason, things had started to open up again, typically volunteers, Um, A lot of our volunteers, anyway, are newly retired individuals. They were able to travel this summer. Um, They weren't able to do it last year. So they were taking extended vacations, going to see loved ones. Um, Also, a number of individuals had put off elective surgeries or minor surgeries because of the pandemic. They rescheduled them this summer. So we are seeing um, a decline that continues into the fall and it's typical this time of year for us to see our numbers drop anyway because we're coming up on the holiday season and the winter months. 
Um, so uh, on some days we have as many as 20 routes open um, without a volunteer connected to it. Well, so what do you do in that case? Just double up on the routes and... We send our staff out, and we're limited on our staff. Um, and now there's been uh, reports of staff members taking three routes at a time, so be up to 30 meals, uh, different areas of town. Um, not something that, that we want to do unless we have to. It's kind of an emergency scenario. Um, it puts a lot of stress and strain on our staff members who fall behind uh, getting back here in enough time to do assessments to get new people on on the program to do more volunteer recruitment um, so uh, yeah it's been it's been a struggle since June we were so blessed for so long um, through the early parts of the pandemic but then when things started to open up and people are able to move about more freely uh, we did see the decline so right now at this point you you, you need some help and uh if somebody's listening, help. somebody's listening to us. That's right now. Maybe they can give you a call, or what's the best way to contact contact you? Best, the best way to contact because we do have to um, run run. Um, we don't do criminal background checks, but we do run reviews on our applicants or volunteers. So um, walk in is not good for our program. But if you are interested in volunteering, please visit our website, which is seniorservicesofwichita.org. Go to our programs and select Meals on Wheels. The bottom of the page, um, you'll see some information about volunteering and an online application you can fill out and submit. It will come directly to our Meals on Wheels program. How has this pandemic re- impacted the day-to-day operation of senior services in general. I mean, you mentioned that some of your staff has they're got to do double or triple duties. That's one way. But what about other other areas? Uh, how, how has it impacted other areas, Chris? You know, it's been both a, a blessing and a challenge. Um, we are very proud to say that we were deemed an essential service. We never missed uh, delivering a meal during even the shutdown period uh, last year, and we were not, we never had to lay anyone off um, because, of, because of our status and the meal status as being an essential service. Now, we did have to close our four senior centers um, for n- many months. Uh, they did not reopen until the 1st of April. Um, what we're seeing now is struggles um, people are people are a little scared about coming back um, and participating. So numbers really fluctuate with our center, center senior centers. Um, meal, uh, our employment program also picked up though uh, some more applicants, and their numbers are looking really good in terms of of getting people placed into um, jobs for for seniors that are age fifty five and better. Uh, we we also restarted our job club for the senior employment program, and that meets every Tuesday for people out there seeking employment. They go over all the different openings all across the city. Um, so it's it, meals has felt probably the uh, most strain from the pandemic, um, the most burnout, um, and then I think 
other programs are struggling just to keep people engaged um, and and uh, come up with ways to have big outings and events that are still safe because we still do serve a more vulnerable population. Uh, do you have a mask and or vaccination mandate or uh, policy for your workers and volunteers? Uh, we don't. Uh, we did for, we had a mask mandate for many months. I believe we dropped that this summer uh, where it is still considered strongly encouraged, but it's not a requirement. Um, at this point in time, we don't have a vaccine mandate. Again, we have been pretty fortunate not having um, any major breakouts. We haven't been uh, in a, a situation where it's been a super spreader, um, which we're very grateful for considering how many people are involved with Meals on Wheels. Uh, so I think, although I think the agency and our board of directors are um, very open to changing as needed. So, uh, you know, in a couple months you could call me and it might be a different scenario. Tell us about those senior centers. You say you have four of them. Um, yes. What do they do there? What, what, what activities are available there? Oh, my gosh. Everything from yoga to pickleball to pool, um, lots of educational opportunities. Um, there's a few programs. Or some of our centers are doing things like um, weight loss groups, um, line dancing. Uh, we are just sort of starting to open up now with more parties. They like their parties. Um, I have one particular senior center that uh, likes to celebrate Mardi Gras. Um, They like to celebrate all the uh, various um, holidays, and they do potlucks. So um, the thing the community doesn't probably always realize with the senior center is they think, well, it's just a place where they go drink coffee and play cards. And they do drink coffee, and they do play cards, but they do so many other things that keep them engaged in the community, helps them form new friendships, particularly for people who maybe lost a spouse, um, keeps them active, keeps their mind going, keeps them educated on current affairs and current current issues, especially as we get older, the Medicare, uh, navigating through some of those systems that we have to do, we, they get that support for that. Um, basically, a senior center keeps people healthier longer and can keep them off of programs like Meals on Wheels and out-of-state funded nursing homes. What we're seeing right now across the country is a help-wanted signs are out, but a lot of people are just not finding anybody to come and go to work. Uh, what about your senior employment program? Any Anything there that uh, you're seeing uh, people going to work after the hair a little, little more than usual? You know, the... Um Population we work with in senior employment, I know their um, their numbers because they report and tally their numbers every month of people that have utilized our service and have gotten job placement. So those tend to be, they've really picked up. At the beginning of the pandemic, I think people didn't want to work because of fear of contact contracting COVID. Um, we heard a lot of that at the beginning stages, but they're back out now and they're, they're looking for that employment. Now, senior services themselves, we've also um, had some challenges with key positions uh, in our agency, not being able to fill them. We most recently filled about a month ago 
We filled the food service director position for our kitchen in Meals on Wheels. Um, That was vacant for maybe a month. Uh, I just recently hired a public relations coordinator. That was vacant for a month. But we have not had luck finding a volunteer coordinator. It's a part-time position in our Meals on Wheels program. Um, That position is open, and that's a vital uh, piece of, of, of the puzzle for their program. And that's also probably contributing to some of the stress and burnout that staff's feeling right now because that position isn't filled. Mm. What is the Roving Pantry? Roving Pantry is a program for people age 60 and older who have difficulty shopping for themselves, grocery shopping. Um, Maybe they're able to prepare a simple meal. Maybe they're able to cook a meal, like make tacos or something, but going to the grocery store because of arthritis or vision impairment, um, maybe some mild memory loss, uh, that makes it more challenging. So the program actually takes orders over the phone. We um, place those orders. We have a great partnership with with Dylan's, who also helps to provide funding for the program. We actually uh, use, utilize their online um, ordering system because most of our clients either don't have a computer or don't know how to use it. So we order for them. We go pick those groceries up, and we deliver it to their homes. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's a wonderful service. What about... And it's great to couple it with Meals on Wheels because if a client... You don't have to be a Meals client to be on the pantry. But if you utilize both services, then we're able to meet 100% of their nutritional needs. Chris, do you have any special fundraising events, golf tournaments, or anything like that? Actually, uh, we just completed a brand-new event we called Pickle Palooza, and that took place September, uh, September 18th through September 24th. It was a festival concept that celebrated the sport of pickleball. So we had some community challenges. We had an open house here at at Senior Services. Um, We did have to cancel a private party that we were having at the Wichita Country Club because of COVID numbers rising at that time. But uh, first year to hold the festival, um, we had a tremendous um, participation. We were able to be outside and Uh, enjoy nice weather uh, at Chicken and Pickle. Um, That week we held the festival, and we're looking forward to to growing it for 2022. You know, you mentioned Dylan's a while ago. Do do other businesses around uh, town support what you're doing there at Senior Services? You know, we have a lot of different partnerships um, with many corporations. Many are uh, Interest Bank, our routine uh, volunteers in Meals on Wheels. Different staff members take routes every week. Davis Moore Auto Group sends employees every single day to deliver meals. Our senior center, our, all four of the senior centers work uh, very closely with the healthcare community um, to do the education pieces that that we provide for our uh people and also just maybe to sponsor parties. So mm-hmm. companies like Humana, uh, numerous um, uh, assisted living places like that. Sounds like you're getting some good support. Thank you so much for, for being with us again. We'll talk to you maybe in a, in a few weeks or a few months again, and we appreciate your time this morning.
Our well, guest, thank you, Steve. Our guest, the guest is Chris Hyman, Development Director, Senior Services of Wichita. That's all for this edition of Issues 2021. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh.